0: Hey friends, did you know that you can come hang out with me in real life? That's right. The Work In Podcast and Savage Grace Coaching makes its home in a boutique studio space called The Loft Yoga and Wellness in historic downtown Spring Valley, Ohio. This hidden gem of the Miami Valley is nestled in between Dayton, Columbus, and Cincinnati. As a part of my mission to bring a legacy of resilience through movement, each month you can join me for a hike on the bike trail, followed by a free trauma-informed vinyasa class back at the studio on Main Street. Go to savagegracecoaching.com to see the calendar and join my newsletter, A Yoga Life on Main Street, to stay up to date on all the latest studio news, events, and gossip. And now... On to this week's episode. But I'm a 50 ish year old postmenopausal woman, and I'm no longer willing to do whatever it takes to look a certain way. I am, however, willing to do whatever it takes to feel a certain way. And this is why, after 25 years in fitness, I'm a cheater, and maybe you should be too. It's time to stop working out and start working in. You found the Work In podcast for seriously stressed out professionals and the fit pros who serve them. This podcast is for resilient wellness professionals and their ever curious clients who want to connect the dots for lasting wellness. I'm your host, Erica Thomas, and I help outstanding individuals like you find natural ways to shake off stress and trauma to burnout proof body and business alike. The work in is brought to you by Savage Grace Coaching, bringing trauma release and yoga together for resilience through movement. Private sessions, small groups, and corporate presentations are now open. Visit savagegracecoaching.com to schedule a call and get all the details. Hi there, and welcome back to The Work In. I'm your host, Erica. How many times have you tried to stick to a new diet only to reach a point where you just can't do it anymore? That final cheese straw that breaks the camel's back. Or you cheat one time and it starts a cascade of chips and chocolate that ends your best intentions for a healthy diet, and you simply give up promising yourself you'll do better next time. I think we've all been there. I know I have. Most diets are inherently restrictive and create some kind of internal state of deprivation, real or imagined. It's in their nature. We talk a lot on this podcast about rebuilding trust with yourself, and part of that process, of course, is doing what you say you're going to do. That includes things like what you're putting on your plate. I teach that what you eat and how you eat it is an act of self-love, but it can also be an act of self-harm. One of my biggest problems with diet culture and diets in general is that while they can get you started on the path to a healthier way to eat, they can also be so restrictive that they actually increase your stress levels A lot, so much sometimes that the harm from that increased stress can outweigh the perceived dietary benefits, especially if it puts you in conflict with yourself all the time. One of the things I always hated about the diets that I've done in the past, and I've done quite a few, is how much I had to think about food. It was just constant especially when I was doing the paleo and keto kinds of things, because it's really difficult to find things that fit into those categories sometimes. And it seems so far removed from our standard American diet that it can feel kind of overwhelming to learn how to do those new types of meals. Now, what I know now is that Not all diets are for everybody, especially women in different phases of our lives. And that's what I want to share with you today. Basically, how to be a healthy cheater. The other day I was fixing myself breakfast and realized that this particular breakfast would be considered cheating and that I guess I am a cheater, at least when it comes to food. I didn't used to be, of course. I used to be very strict. I've tried a lot of different kinds of eating patterns and certainly haven't gotten to all of them yet, but many, many of them. And I know what it takes for me to get results. I know what it means when I'm following all the rules and not getting the results, too. But I'm a 50-ish year old post-menopausal woman and I'm no longer willing to do whatever it takes to look a certain way. I am, however, willing to do whatever it takes to feel a certain way. And this is why after 25 years in fitness, I'm a cheater and maybe you should be too. In the fitness industry... There's a certain pressure to look a certain way. I certainly felt that. And I know what it takes to shred this body that I'm in. I've been lean and cut, and still I wasn't satisfied. I literally made myself a lean, mean fighting machine which did nothing but add to my own chronic, high-stress life and, along with it, a little bit of anxiety and a few panic attacks along the way. And that is no way to live. As women, we've been convinced that somehow if we look a certain way or reach a certain weight or dress size, that it will miraculously make us happy. We'll feel safe and secure and confident in our own skin. But what happens when you reach those magic numbers and you still don't feel that way? What happens when the outside of you doesn't match the inside of you? The fact is, if you aren't happy with who you are on the inside, there is no diet or exercise plan or surgery for that matter that can change that. These days, I consider myself to be an 80-20 plant-based paleo cheater, and I'm in no way strict about how I eat. I feel like 80% is a solid B, and I'm good with that. I'm good with it because I know now that nourishing my body is about more than the number of calories, counting my macros and the number on the scale. Now for me, it's more about supporting my overall energy level, eliminating any kind of cravings or sugar crashes, getting quality sleep, and exercising in a way that supports my stability and mobility so that I can do the things that I love to do. All of this helps me To be more comfortable in my own skin so that I can feel stronger physically, mentally, and emotionally. All of those things can and should shift and change as you age. I am certainly not gonna work out today like I did when I was 28. I'm not gonna eat that way either. I'm not going to make any of the choices that I made then that were right for me when I was 28, now in my 50s. It just doesn't work that way. My body isn't the same today. I'm not the same. And I like to think that today I'm much, much better. (laughs) This is really important for women especially to understand. A lot of the science-backed diet plans out there take a one-size-fits-all approach. And that one size tends to be for college-age men because that's who all those studies were conducted on. None of them really take into account a woman's cycle during her childbearing years and definitely don't apply to peri- and postmenopause. That's why it's important for you to to pay very close attention to how all of these health recommendations and diets affect you. Just because something generally is supposed to get certain kinds of results doesn't mean that it works the same way in your body at this time in your life. As we've said before here on the work in each of us are unique and our experiences change us. Now, I don't want to be misunderstood. All change is going to take getting used to. If you want something different, whether it's a different kind of physical or mental health, or a different kind of life, you will have to do something different. That kind of thing, that kind of change can be really uncomfortable at first, and none of us like discomfort. So I'm not saying that we should never challenge ourselves. What I am saying is that if you change the reason that you're making those dietary changes, In other words, making choices based on how they are going to make you feel better in your own skin, then it takes some of the pressure off. Now it's not about deprivation and punishment. Now those diet changes are about reward, self-love, and nourishment. Now when you quote-unquote cheat, you can do it from a place of intention, You have an extra piece of bread because you know you'll be working hard all day and you might need a little extra energy, or because maybe you're about to start your period and your energy is low. This is the attention and intention of diet and exercise. In my opinion, it's the most important concept that people never learn when it comes to health. We don't learn it as individuals because we think we have to follow some program. We've been successfully conditioned to believe that someone else knows what's best for us and the body that we live in, that they know better. We want someone else to just tell us what to eat tell us what to do in the gym, make us do the thing and burn the calories that we need to burn to lose the weight. And for fitness professionals, we rarely teach it because we're all in the same boat. We only get to share the nutrition information that the government approves, and we all know how smart they are. Seriously, you all need to know that those nutrition guidelines are only updated every five years by a bunch of folks with questionable ties to big food and big pharma. So take them all with a grain of salt. You are the expert in your own body. No one else knows how you feel better than you. There's no time like the present to step back into the driver's seat when it comes to your health and well-being. If you don't feel like an expert yet, that's okay. Let every time you step up to your plate be a controlled experiment. Start by noticing what you notice about how what you eat makes you feel. Notice how when you don't eat makes you feel. Write those things down for a while. Try some things like intermittent fasting, vegetarian, paleo, keto, or simply cut out the processed sugar. Give it a good 28 days where you don't cheat, and then keep what works for you and leave the rest. Diets are good for experimenting. So find what works, and then you become your own expert cheater. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you heard and want to know more about how you can raise the standard of excellence in the fitness industry, or you've decided to get real intentional about your own personal and professional boundaries in your wellness journey, head over to savagegracecoaching.com forward slash the work in for today's show notes, free resources, and links to book a call and learn if a private clarity coaching session is right for you. I have a few spots opening up this summer just for you to take your wellness business to the next level. Thanks everyone. And remember, stop working out and start working in.